Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's after one. Uh, we're playing that because the boys are back in town for the totaling a half over the weekend. But the big story that's just breaking is that Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has announced her resignation and that she will be standing down as Prime Minister of this country. So that story just breaking. Uh, we'll try and bring you a few more details. We are a sports station, clearly. We are an entertainment station, but that clearly is significant news for this country. So just announcing the news there and we'll try and find out a bit more information that Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has announced that she will finish up on the 7th of February. So big news story breaking. Um, But we're going to go back to sport because we've got the two-time New Zealand Ironman champion, four-time coast-to-coast champion on the programme. One of the hardest bastards I've ever seen compete in any sport. Uh, How he pushes himself to the degree that he pushes himself to is beyond comprehension. His name is Braden Curry. Afternoon to you, Braden. Welcome. Yeah, good afternoon, Waddy. Nothing worse than being upstaged by the Prime Minister of New Zealand, is it, Braden? Oh, mate, I had my moment on radio. I got held back by uh, Cindy's news. So, um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, I mean... Anyway, Braden, I've just lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> Let's go to politics. Eh? How are you? How are you? How, are you? How is Braden Curry? Uh, I'm great, mate. Yeah, I'm fantastic. Yeah, yeah body's healthy. Uh, we're good. Yeah, now look, we're primed, we're ready to go. Yeah, this is a big race in the mount. I say this. This is um, one of the big races on the domestic calendar. It's got such a rich history. You've stood on the podium a number of times. Uh, you've also been beaten closely a number of times. How is this race shaping up, and what sort of form are you in? Um, yeah, I mean it's early season for me. Uh, always is this race, and. Uh, yeah, but things have been going pretty well. Had a good summer, good Christmas uh, so far here in New Zealand. Um, it's always a relatively short build for this one, um, coming off a bit of an off season. And uh, but yeah, things have been looking good, and uh, competition's looking good as well. Yeah, how disappointing was it last year? In great shape, a Hawaiian Ironman, really great build up, only to pick up COVID literally the night before the race was about to be started. Yeah, that was uh, pretty frustrating. Um, yeah, just is what it is, though, isn't it? You, you put six months of work into a to an event like that, and uh, probably in I'd say just the form of my life, really, uh, ready to go for it, and then put a put it all on that race um, to go and get sick uh, just a couple of days out from the race and having to pull pin uh, was pretty frustrating. But you know, you can only uh, you can only do what you can do. 
Yeah, and then I don't know how you describe it. I'd describe it as stupid news, but Hawaiian Ironman, that's gone through a bit of a revolution. Um, they've decided that due to numbers that they're going to alternate the race in Hawaii, the World Championships, the great race. One year it's going to be women, the following year it's going to be men. This year it's going to be women, so that, Braden, is another... Um, yeah, another setback for you because you've had a couple of years with COVID. Uh, last year with, um, again, with actually picking up COVID itself. And yes, it's nice to win a world championships, but you want to win the world championships in Hawaii, don't you? Uh, my opinion, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm probably in the same boat as you, mate. The, the, just like every sport uh, where you know, it's rich in history and we're all... Um, driven by, I guess, idols in the sport and people we've seen uh, when we're coming through uh, and admired the way they race. And, you know, to me, uh, the icons of the sport were created in that event. Um, and that's where, you know, where the best in the world come to race on one of the toughest courses in the world. And the, the beauty of it is the platform, the stage is pretty known. Um, and really, at the end of the day, it's, you know, who's best um, prepared and, and who has the best performance. And, um, yeah, I just think taking it away from there uh, is, uh, is pretty sad for the event. I think it's also uh, splitting the males and the females um, uh, racing in different destinations. I think, uh, yeah, makes quite a lot of difference to the sport itself. Yeah, I mean, they're looking at Nice for the men's and alternative years for the women's. And Nice has got its own history, more over the half Ironman distance, the great Rick Wells one there. But it's a very contrasting course, isn't it? It's very much a climber's course. It's very much sort of set up for the Europeans. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely a hilly course. And, uh, yeah, taking away, I guess, that travel element as well. So um, it will definitely favour the Europeans. Uh, in this race, uh, well, this year, um, but uh, yeah, just kind of is what it is. And I mean, I've got two more years of racing in my mind, so um, that means one more shot at Kona, and, and I'll do another world champs on the way. Okay, let's get back to the half this weekend. Always a good field. The likes of Jack Moody, um, Simon Cochran. Uh, will be there. There was rumours that Javier Gomez, the great Spanish athlete, the five-time world champion Olympic silver medalist, was going to be on the start line, but I don't see his name on the list. You've got the likes of Mike Phillips, his younger brother. Um, just how hard is it to win this race? I mean, Kyle Smith has beaten you a couple of times in recent years as well. He's not on the start line, though. Uh, apparently, Kyle is. Uh, so we'll see. Um, they'll be, I'll be disappointed if he wasn't, really. No, well, I, I hope you're right. I'm just going through the list. I'm just going through the list I looked at, but I hope you're right. All oh, right, maybe a different start list. Maybe he pulled himself off. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's always a tough, tough race here. It's always a good race. Um, it's a good, fun atmosphere to race in, and uh, yeah, racing the mount. It's uh, such an iconic event that. Uh, when I sort of heard that there was going to be a good field and uh, I was starting to feel a bit of fitness coming on, uh, I sort of had FOMO and decided I, I better get here and uh, better get racing. I mean, I've interviewed you a number of times and I've probably asked you this question each time I've spoken to you, but a slightly different audience. I mean, you are tough, mate. You're incredibly tough. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Where do you get that from, mate? <laughs> um, toughness or stupidity, mate? I don't know. Uh I think, uh, I mean, I just love it. I do love it. I think um, I love suffering and I love working hard and that's probably the two key elements to the sport. Um, 
what's your, you know, fake it till you make it or something, um, ambition or ability. Uh, you know, I definitely drive forward with my uh, ambition and um, the ability tends to follow most of the time. If you say, in a, let's just say a guy like Jack Moody, who's an outstanding runner, is running alongside you on the weekend, are you thinking about what he's doing? Are you trying to play head games with him? Are you trying to just put him in the box? Is there, Or do you just purely focus on what Braden Curry's got to do? Um, no, nah, I just race the athletes, really. Uh, it's sort of, I don't really focus on myself. Um, I race the competition that's around me and... Yeah, if Jack is having a having a stunning day and we're running side by side, then uh, I'll be racing him and trying to sink him as deep as I can possibly send him um, and hope that he, he breaks before I do. Mm. But you're always very gracious. When you do get out, outrun, you, you never you never sit there and make excuses. You normally just go up and shake their hand and go, well done, you, you, I was just simply outgunned today by the better man. And that's what I think people also admire about you. Yeah, I try not to... Uh, let, I guess, my competitive spirit uh, turn into frustration or anger. Um, and I, I definitely try to use that more on the course. So uh, I like to think that once the race is over, I'm pretty happy to sit down and have a beer with anyone and uh, have a yarn with them, whether they beat me or not. Uh, I don't sort of hold any, any grudges. And, um, yeah, normally if it's a better performance, then I'll be happy uh, if they beat me. Mm-hmm. One thing... In the sport is the swimming side of it. Very, very hard to pick up later in life. Swimming's what we call a taught sport, so it's technique-based. There's a lot of subtleties to it, a lot to do with flexibility. But you're one of these athletes who's been remarkable because you did pick it up later in life and you've become one of the best endurance or one of the best long-distance triathlon swimmers in the world. You can't win the race in the swim, but you can certainly lose it. How did you manage to do that? How how did Braden Curry become such a good swimmer and really, uh, in, in a swimming sense, in such a short period of time? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, Waddy. Uh, as you say, I think anyone who knows the sport and really thinks about it, um, it is quite fascinating that I managed to uh, do what I do. Probably, you know, I think four or five years ago, I was 70.3 world champs in South Africa, and I lined up on the start line with uh, Javier Gomez and um, Alistair Brownlee and Sam Appleton and um, Jan Fredino and yeah, you know, all the probably at that time, um, Brownlee, both of the Brownlee brothers were, you know, off the Olympics and were, you know, just sending the race from the start. And uh, you end up having a group of five of us come out and swim uh, in the front branch about two and a half minutes in front of anyone else. So um, it's been amazing considering that, you know, all those guys have been swimming since, you know, since they're probably five, six years old and, and going through full. Uh, academies and systems and some of them were sort of Olympic swimming level um, yeah for me uh, I just sort of managed to, to figure it out in a lot of ways uh, using a bit of Kiwi ingenuity and um, I guess I've done a lot of kayaking before so I guess yeah. fluidity and movement uh, in the water catch um, sort of stroke a lot of that just made sense to me mm. um, so yeah some of it crossed over I'm definitely not a, a beautiful swimmer you wouldn't say that my technique's amazing but uh I seem to be able to get the job done with um, with some of the best in the world. Yeah, it's what happens under the water, not so much on top of the water. Are you are you working as hard in the swim in those situations as you visibly appear to be working when you're in the heat of the battle on the run? Uh, ideally not. Um, yeah, I tend to be a relatively fast starter, uh, but after that I tend to set a win, and if I can find good feet, uh, then I can stay with the best of them. So... 
Um, I definitely try and conserve a little bit in the swim where I can. And, but, uh, yeah, I guess swimming's that hard one, isn't it? You can only you know, you work so hard um, as you run out of oxygen mm. pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Now, big Mike Phillips, former New Zealand Ironman winner, he's won this race. He's back on the start line. We know how strong he is on the bike. Is, is it ideally to try and stay with him on the bike, understanding that it is a non-drafting race, or are you, or do you back your running? Um, oh, you know what Mike Phillips is like. He, he's listening. Uh, he's listening. Him and his brother are both. Day, doesn't it? Him and his brother are both listening. He's sending them a copy of this. In fact, they sent me the questions, Braden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You send them a copy. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it depends on what kind of day it is of uh, the month, Mike, whether he turns up on form or not. Um, and so we'll just have to wait till the race begins, uh, whether I have to worry about him or, or not, really. Yeah, and Jack Moody recently coming off, winning 70.3 in Topol just before Christmas. So we know that he's continuing to work on his swim and work on his bike, and we know how good a runner he is. Is Do you, do you sort of see him as arguably the biggest threat? I've just gone through the start list they've sent me. I've just gone through the start list they've sent me in their MC notes, and I also do not see Kyle Smith on the start line. Yeah, I thought the big guy was um, enjoying Christmas a little bit too much by the look of his social media. Mm. So I see he brought his European girlfriend um, back to New Zealand with him. So are yeah, you, impl- are you implying that? Are you implying that's the reason? <laughs> are you implying that's the reason? <laughs> or maybe his uh, maybe his concentration and focus hasn't been that uh, no. uh, been that strong. One no- <laughs> one notable name on the start list that we haven't seen before: uh, two-time Olympian Ryan yeah. Sissons. Now Ryan's been out of the sport yeah. for some time, but. Um, you know, he comes from a quality ITU background. He's a natural athlete, and so the, boy, that'll be a, that'll be a fascinating one—the unknown of Ryan Sissons. It will be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's awesome, uh, and it's one of the beauties of uh, Carol and uh, racing here is that, uh, not like I mean, you don't need to be uh, classed a professional athlete. Um, you need to sort of make the ranks to be elite. So. Um, yeah, someone like Ryan can throw their head in the ring and, and have a crack at, at racing elite. And uh, I would say he has all the ability um, to mm. perform uh, in this race. I know he's given it a go one time before. Uh, I think he ended up with a drafting penalty and uh, that sort of set him back a little bit. But yeah, no, he's definitely a front bunch swimmer and um, who knows what he can do on the bike. Um, and when he, you know, in his ITU days, he's a phenomenal runner. So definitely one to watch. Now, I know you guys race for food and you rely heavily on sponsors. So who are some of those sponsors? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely part of the business and part of the game. And I think uh, probably one of the more exciting ones uh, this year has been to be able to work with Ansco Foods, actually. Uh, so yeah, they're com- we, awesome. we, we, we hear your dulcet tones on their commercials on this station. Oh, that's lucky, eh? Yeah, no. Oh, that's, yeah, I did yeah. the recording for this station. Yeah, that's, that's right. No, you, you did, actually. And after the well recording, after, after the recording, yep. the boys thought, boy, that guy should do a Love Songs to Midnight show. He's just got that voice. <laughs> I've got a talent. Yeah, I've got a talent. Um, maybe we could do a duet if you're lucky. Um, <laughs> so, Ansco, yep. So, yep. Uh, you know, we've been working with Ansco, and, uh, yeah, it's awesome. I uh, grew up in a farming uh, town on a farm, so uh, definitely been a a good meat eater my whole life and uh, to have free uh, meat protein uh, for the family is a real bonus um, and then yeah just everyone else ASICs and Red Bull and felt bikes uh, global um, yeah it's always always good to have their sport well, all the very best. I will be down there Saturday morning. Uh, looking forward to this one. It's always one of the great events on the calendar. Uh, Braden Curry, enjoy the next day and a half and uh, good luck on the weekend.
Yeah, awesome. Cheers, mate. We'll catch up soon. Thank you. The great Braden Curry there. And I do use the word great. One of the great endurance athletes. I mean, you've got Rick Wells, you've got the Aaron Bakers. Um, you've only got to go back through the list of the coast-to-coast winners over the year. And he, without doubt, when it's all said and done, will put himself amongst the very, very best that have ever come out of this country. And if you are in the Bay of Plenty region over the weekend, do get yourself along to Mount Wanganui. Do get yourself along the beachfront or in the cafes or at Pilot Bay and settle back and enjoy what is every year just one of the great races. Very good women's field too. Um, on the women's side, we've got Amelia Watkinson who's won it. We've got Hannah Berry who's won it multiple times. Rebecca Clark who won it for the first time. Uh, it's three athletes trying to vie for that top spot on the podium. 19 minutes after one, we will bring you some updates on this big news that is breaking that I guess crosses um, sport. And it's significant that Prime Minister Ardern, who's been so incredibly popular for much of her term as Prime Minister, has announced that she will stand down. And she's also announced an election date. She'll stand down on February 7th. She said she had hoped to find the energy and heart to continue in the role over summer, uh, but has not been able to do that. She said that she had reflected on her own future. This has been the most fulfilling five and a half years of my life. She made the announcements choking back tears. She said that I'm leaving because with such a privileged job becomes big responsibility. Ardern said she was not leaving because it was hard. She goes on to say, I know when I have enough left in the tank to do it justice. Ardern also announced this year's election will be Saturday, October the 14th. The Prime Minister announced the date at the Labour Party caucus retreat at Napier. So Prime Minister Ardern standing down. That will disappoint some and I'd imagine it will please others. 21 minutes after one, you're listening to SENZ.